This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. a business is a lot like building a house. Your foundation has to support the size house that you build. And if you end up expanding that house, in other words, you're going to build more floors and upward, or you're going to be expanding outward, you're going to need to add some additional supports in order for that house to be viable going forward. Well, that's a lot about what you want to think about in scaling your business to the next level. So I want to just talk about a few concepts that may help you in that scaling process. First of all, when we talk about scaling, we're really saying taking your business from where it's operating now to a point where it can actually serve greater number of people or customers or do a greater volume of work. And a lot of times, organizations start smaller. And because of opportunity and growth that comes in, they have to figure out how to scale up because the requests are greater than they were at the beginning. So number one, when you're in that growth mode and you have to think about the scaling opportunity, you want to identify what are your best strengths and talents What are the products and services that are producing the greatest revenue that you're doing the best at and that you really enjoy doing? Because one of the principles of scaling is focus. That means there are some things that you used to do back in the past when you were much smaller that now you're making a decision to stop doing. That's no longer where the profitable path forward exists. And you're crafting maybe a more segmented or focused path forward than you had in the past. So number one in identifying that strength and talent is learning to say no to some things and yes to other things. And it's not either or, it's both. You're saying yes and you're saying no. That's what makes your business scalable. So this leads to number two. It means thinking about this and planning ahead. Obviously, at the very beginning of your business, if you could imagine building that house for the growth, you would build a deeper, bigger foundation right from the beginning. Sometimes we don't know that and we may not have planned ahead from the beginning. However, we're in the middle of it and we can plan the next level of growth. So think about that, what you're going to be putting on that foundation and what else is going to need to be in place before you continue any further. So that's number two. Number three I would say this is that from the executive suite, you can't always see what's happening down in the trenches. So it's going to be very important to ask the workers who are doing the job daily what it is that they need. What they need might be in a form of equipment, might be machines, it might be other employees or workers in certain positions. It may even be new positions that don't exist today 
in order to fulfill the mission and to provide the best products and services to customers. I find that in a lot of organizations that are scaling, they end up needing admin and support staff. And a lot of times this is not valued highly by the organization because the organization sees it as a cost. However, if you've got an executive who is making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, and now they're spending a lot of time doing administrative work, that's an overpaid administrative person. Free them up and let them go ahead and do the high-level work that you're paying them for. Bring in the administrative staff to take that load off. I'm thinking about the military as an example here. I know that when officers reach the rank of general officer or admiral, or the flag ranks as they are called, they are provided a lot more resources than they had even as full bird colonels. So they're going to have drivers. They're going to have admin people. And almost everything in life that you think that they could do on their own, there's an aid or someone there who's going to do it. They're not doing those things themselves. You also want to be asking your people about what new skills they need, what new learning and development they require in order to do this new work that's going to take you to the next level. So again, don't assume you as the executive that you know it all, you're going to have to reach out to the people within your organization and those who are doing the work and get their input. Let them partner with you in the process of moving forward. Similarly, number four, You're also reaching out to customers as partners, and you're finding out what has delighted them the most about what you do and your services and what else you could do that maybe you haven't even thought about that would delight them even more. So let them also be a part of the process, because after all, you are building these products and services for their benefit as well. And then number five, even though I'm mentioning this last, it does not mean it's least important. This is a huge part of scaling and a huge part of being prepared for growth. And that is putting in simplified automation. And one of the things I find is that as organizations grow, they are actually piecing together systems that worked for them when they were very small. And as they've pieced together all of these systems, they often lose the integrative aspect of those systems working well together. And what that results in is people have to spend a lot of time doing workarounds. Sometimes they have to do many processes and actions manually or by hand that are very time consuming. And not only is it taking up a lot of time, there are so many points where error can be introduced into the system. So you really want to be thinking about systems and systemization and integration of systems. What umbrella do we need to bring in that ties all of this together? And it may mean purchasing something completely new that you don't already have that's more efficient and allows you to work faster and better, more error-free, and that also has some redundancies in it so that you have some fail-safe properties in it as well. One of the things I find in speaking with client organizations on a regular basis is that sometimes employees are just overwhelmed 
with the amount of workarounds and manual tasks that they have to do to overcome systems that are no longer working for the level of organization that you have become or that you have built. So as a business owner or leader, definitely think about automation and systems in your process. So today I have mentioned five important steps to massively scale your business. Number one is focus, knowing when to say yes and when to say no. Number two is planning ahead. Number three is involve the workforce. Number four is involve your customers as partners. And number five is bring in automation and systems. In order to scale your business, it's important to know which one to leverage next. What is your next best step and opportunity? What lever, what dial do you need to turn in order to get there? And that can be hard to assess. It can be difficult to figure out what's the next best step. So that's where I can come in to help shed the light and help you create your next level of growth and scalability for your company. So just give me a call and we can have a conversation. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.